Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Charlotte Dunford. How are you, Charlotte? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Would you mind kind of introducing yourself uh, in your own words, please? Like what you do? Right. So my name is Charlotte Dunford. I am a partner at Johns Creek Capital, uh, which is a private equity firm that focuses on small to medium level mobile home park syndications. So, and, uh, so syndication, can you elaborate on that a little bit, please? Right. So syndications um, is when a group of investors pull their funds into it, together into a deal to buy real estate. So we focus primarily in uh, small to medium level mobile home parks. And uh, yeah, so we've been in real estate since 2019 and um, started Jaws Green Capital in 2020 with my partner. And we've grown from uh, pretty much only one, two mobile home parks to 27. Uh, in our in our portfolio uh, today, uh, we actually just sold one, so that would be twenty eight without that that one being sold. Oh, that's great! So, how does this work, mobile home syndication? Because mobile home wouldn't be that costly, so I'm assuming there are multiple units, right? Yeah, so it's not really mobile homes; it's mobile home parks. So okay. um, it's a completely different kind of asset. Asset. So mobile home is. It's not something we want to get into. Mobile home is uh, mobile homes are actually they're more headaches, they're more of a liability, uh, more yeah. of a challenge than an asset. They're like used cars, and you really don't want to deal with them. It, it is true that they are less costly to manufacture, but we're not in the business of mobile home investing. We're in the business of mobile home park, which is a land business, uh, parking lot business, which is a completely different asset. So that's where where we are. Uh, so usually, yeah. So a mobile home park definition is a piece of land with two and more. Uh, mobile homes on on it so that's what um what's classified as a mobile home park hmm. so do you actually are there enough plots available that you can trade in these uh, usually when when we buy a mobile home park it's already occupied um it's almost never you know people barely if ever develop new parks with vacant lots uh infilling could work which means that the lot is vacant and then you put homes on it uh, to fill the lot but that has become extremely expensive in the recent years and not very um i would say practical so i think for most mobile home park investors we're looking at a park that's uh, mostly occupied with some room to value add hmm. So what is the price range for one of these projects? Um, well, it depends on the size of the uh, mobile home park, just like any kind of real estate. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on what kind of um, real estate like you're looking average. for. 
like a good buy, you know, like something that will give good That'll return. <laughs> um, I think for, for, for my part, the niche that we're in, small to medium level, because the cap rates have been pretty much compressed recently, mm-hmm. um, to get something, it's extremely difficult to say, but I think to get something, you know, let's say 30 lot mobile home park, you're looking at anywhere from 1 million to... Three million, um, depending on the occupancy. There are just so many factors uh, in there. For example, if you're getting a distressed property that does does not have a lot of occupancy, if you get a lot of uh, a property with a lot more, you know, park on homes, um, that also changes the valuation of the property. So you, you have to value, you know, evaluate it based on the NOI, uh, which is pretty much the rule to evaluate all real estate properties. Mm. And and if you're looking at a property around a million dollars with, say, 30 lots on it, what kind of ROI can an investor look at? So the overall return on investment, so the most important parameters are uh, we look at the internal rate of return, which takes into the uh, time value of money, which, you know, inflation is happening and money the time the value of money goes down over time so mm-hmm. we take into account that and the IRR is important to us so usually well an example would be uh, a park that we sold in May of this year actually uh, that one we bought for we bought that one when the market was quite quite low and we really got a good deal it was a 20 lot park in um, Urbana Iowa and we bought it for three hundred twenty-five thousand oh. dollars, and then we sold it for four ninety-five uh, in May of this year. And in the meantime, we were distributing uh, income throughout the way. So the overall internal rate of return we achieved, we delivered for our investors was nineteen percent, and the wow. annualized uh, return, annualized rate of return was twenty percent. So that was <clears throat> less than two years hold, twenty-two month hold. So. Wow, that's a unique project, though, right? What do you mean unique? Meaning it doesn't come off. It's like one of those deals. No, that- well, it, it, none of the good deals should come often. So a good deal is always hard to come by. So um, it is so a good deal, right? So it's one of. It once always in a has while. to be a good deal. I mean, for yeah. for, for, for for I would hope you will want to get a good deal um, if you're getting into real estate, and I think. For us, it, it better be a good deal if we're buying it. So we, we wouldn't buy go go buy a bad deal. So um, so I, I it's, it's special because it's successful. Um, but I would say, it, it, you know, in our portfolio, that's the goal that we always strive to be. You know, we have fifteen major parameters in determining how we acquire and in our acquisition strategy. So um, I would say that it's absolutely a good deal, but you'll always want to get a good deal when you're mm, buying real estate. I understand. You never want to get a bad deal. So you want yeah, every single so, deal to turn out like that. Okay. So basically working with you guys, investing with you guys, every deal that's going to be presented is, is special. Of course. It's special in, it's, it's in different ways. In it, way. it either has mm. good value add it, or it, it goes in at a really like high cap rate. Um, mm there are risks involved in you know all kind of real estate investment in any kind of investing really there are risks involved but every deal is special and every deal has its own highlights but overall 
we focus on um, the 15 major parameters that we developed and um, to, to determine whether a deal is good or not. Hmm. And what's the lowest someone can come in and invest with? The minimum investment for a smaller deal for someone is usually $25,000. Okay. But usually people do 50. Mm-hmm. And do you have international investors or just local? Um, within the not country? right now. We've never had no. any international investors. Uh, just because of loss and um, the regulations around it. But we, we might be looking, uh, we might be open to look at that in the future. Hmm. Are you guys planning on scaling into different real estate niches? Um, we plan on scaling vertically in our field in real estate, like maybe scale, scaling to a slightly bigger um, niche where the price point goes up a little bit. But in the short term, we're looking to focus on mobile home park investing. Mm, okay, you, you're basically your model is designed that way with a 15 point check to stay with that strategy for now. For now, yeah, for yeah. now, because mobile home park market is still attractive and the need for affordable housing is still going up, demand is still going up, and mm -hmm. supply is keeping limited so there that's a great opportunity and mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to switch to something else when this market has still has massive potential mm -hmm. so what is what is stopping or is there like you said regulations from picking up a piece of acreage like piece of land and and creating your own mobile home park from ground you out. could do that. We've never done that before. Um, we don't really know anyone who's ever done that. I think that there are just so many regulations and zoning requirements. Like what is the land zone as? And the massive costs to develop a mobile home park. I'm not saying it's not possible. So first of all, you got to get the zoning and permit done. And that's an entire process in itself. And also you have to put utilities in, right? So right if you have public utilities you're lucky enough you have public utilities which means you're probably in an urban setting which makes the zoning process even more hideous and even more um more challenging and you know it, it i i i think it will be extremely difficult to get permitting in, in, in a more urban setting let's say in you're in a urban setting you happen to get your permitting done and you get your lots allocated and it's a lot of development work uh to put in utilities and that's we're talking about in the millions already at this point wow. uh, if you are a multi-billionaire then i think go have for go for it and you have a lot of construction background there's nothing stopping you but i think you just have to find the right legislature you find the right government and the right city and they support what you're doing because they're not really keen on mobile home parks and they actually want them to shut down sometimes. Oh. So I would say it's an extremely challenging project. Um, that's why we've never done it. We've never, we, 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 we know like one person who's done, who's doing something like that, but you would need a massive amount of capital to be able to accomplish something, even mm. scrape the surface of that. Yeah, makes sense. Now, if someone wanted to invest with you guys, what would be the steps? 
Yeah, the first step is um, the best thing to do is to go to our website at johnscreekcapital.com and just fill out the form on our, on our website and we usually respond within the same day. And then um, I'll set up a phone call with the inv potential investor and um, I will go from there. I'll guide you through. Mm, but the okay. usual process takes about 45 to 60 days because that's the usual closing time frame. Mm, 45 to 60 days. Very good. And the minimum you said is 50,000, correct? No, the minimum is 25,000 for 20 a smaller deal, but a lot of people come in at 50. Or 50, okay. And do you find investors are returning to invest more? Most of our investors invest in more than two deals with us, and some invest in 10, 10, more, 10 to 12 or 20 deals with us. So um, in a given deal, I would say half of the investors approximately are return investors and the other ones are, are newer because we do want the investors to have an opportunity to partake um, in, our, in our deals. Mm. So it basically becomes like a relationship as well over time. Oh, it always has to be a relationship to start with. Yeah. Because the trust it, it, why would someone give you, why would someone invest, trust you enough to give you $25,000 yeah. to invest if there's no trust to start with? So I think mm -hmm. it needs to be a relationship from the very beginning, not over time. But obviously, over time, the relationship strengthens and it will have more of a deeper relationship. But that's. That's, that's, that's more of a later on thing, but there has to be relationships to start with. You have to build that from day mm -hmm. one. <laughs> Super important, you know, to have those relationships. And they probably send referrals too, right, when they have a good experience. Right, right, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do you guys do seminars too, do you, now that things are opening up? Well, like we mostly do online seminar? webinars. Yeah, we actually okay. mostly do online webinars. We actually have one coming up. Um, on, on on October 5th um, on buying mobile home park they're free and go to our website you'll be able to see our past webinars that I've done and any future webinars that's coming up and if you fill out the form we'll definitely direct you to um, to um, the you know any future opportunities that we offer mm -hmm. so once they invest how long does it take before they start seeing a return so we strive to make a distribution uh, one full month after we close the deal. For example, we close something in oh. October. Um, you will see your dis first distribution in December, and we'd make distributions every month. And that we try to make distributions every month. Say let's let's say in a given month, uh, <clears throat> a property has not done so well. It has in, let's say, an accident, a water main break, or a sewer mm. issue, plumbing issue. It costs lots of expenses. Or say, like, let's say that month, uh, tenants have stopped paying, then we won't make a distribution. Or when we feel the need to replenish reserves, we also won't make a distribution. But usually, uh, distribution every month. So typically, an average investor that invests twenty five thousand, you know, on average, I'm saying, not a specific deal, on average, what can they expect as a monthly return? Just so someone's listening, they can. That get an is a really good question. I think um, for the for the first year, um, 
I can't pin down a dollar amount. I can say a percentage. Yeah, just approximate. For the, for the first year, uh, you're looking at 2 to 3% return for the first year because we're going through stabilization period, right? So when we're going through stabilization period, we're still trying to stabilize the management, um, establish a relationship with the tenants, um, trying to earn their trust, and we trying to, we're trying to establish new contracts with new contractors. Um, so all of those are upfront costs. So the first stabilization period, you're not going to look at too much of a return. You'll get something, but it's not something to live on. It's only two three percent. So from the second that this process could last anywhere from six to twelve to twenty four months of stabilization period. Once we, we once we get past that, um, you'll go through a period where um, you will see the run increases kicking in. You will see the value add starting to happen. So. Um, Maybe you will see a little bit less distribution just because uh, we're kicking up our e- efforts to um, really do the value at which costs a lot of money. Uh, sometimes, um, it, depending on the project, after this point, you'll be able to see the return regain um, its strength going up. And then we, our projects usually have pretty short hold times, meaning it's two to five years, if not less. So uh, by that time, uh, we'll probably get ready to to sell um, after holding out to, to it for a little bit longer. Um, and that's, that's where you make the most money is when you sell. Mm. And sell is when? Like how many years? So our whole time is usually two to five years, sometimes shorter. Oh, okay. Okay, sometimes shorter. Yeah. I like, I like the fact, you know, you... You're presenting things very um, open and honest, and uh, and I really I really like that. I appreciate that. Uh, you're not uh, sugarcoating anything. You're just giving real facts, real numbers, and it's it's very important to people, right, when they're investing. Right, you have to set expectations right because yeah. that's the reality. Yeah, but it could be better than what you're saying. Of course, of course, it could be better. It could be better. Yeah. I mean, the the, the yeah. deal that we sold exceeded all the projections that we give investors. Hmm. Good. But <clears throat> you don't want to set expectations high, no. um, re- unrealistically high, yeah. uh, when you, you cannot meet that. That's the worst thing that yeah. could happen. Yeah. You've got to set the bar low. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, what would you feel that your inner superpower is that got you to this point in your life? I think is the drive and motivation and maybe resilience. Um, I think coming from China um, at the age of 16 by myself, uh, my parents never came with me. Yeah. And I pretty much had to learn everything by myself. I did not speak English before, so I learned everything from the age of 16, pretty you much. Have no accents or nothing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so really, I just had to figure everything out. So in that process, it's really close to being an entrepreneur because in being an entrepreneur, a lot of times you yeah. don't know where you're going. No. Um, so in that process of me being here at 16, figuring out the schooling system here, going to college, graduating college, and starting a company, I think that all is that's all very applicable to the entrepreneurial kind of process. So I think that takes a lot of drive, that takes a lot of motivation, that takes a lot, lot of uh, resilience. 
to be able to accomplish、uh, this process. It's really, it's really a exciting journey, also challenging. Yes. But once you achieve it, you you understand a lot more about、um, how far you drive and resilience can take you. Yeah, because that that story right there is is really important for people that are investing with you, for example, because they're handing over money to someone who's been there. You know, like it's it's you know if they they're investing, they need income coming in. They need to need they need to grow financially. So if they're looking upon you and investing with you, when you have that kind of story, they know that hey. This person has been in the trenches, you know. They, she's been through those stages. It just has、right. a different comfort level. I feel right. That that that's what I hope to deliver to people, and also the experience that comes with my partner、uh, being on the team.、Um, he has lots of real estate and business experience, and I think we're a good team. I think, you know, when evaluating a sponsorship team, you not only have to look at. Their character, but characters, but also their performance,、yeah. their experience, what they have done in their career.、Um, you can't just pick some someone up from the street and expect them to、yes. run a project, and that's not、yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Beautiful, perfect. Thank you so much, Charlotte, for taking the time to come on our show.、Uh, thank you, audience, again for attending this session with、uh, Charlotte. Um, you know, I love you guys. Thank you for sharing and commenting, being part of the show. Share these episodes. You know, the people that are coming on these shows, on this show, they have actually taking the steps to reach somewhere that you can learn from, and anybody else you know may want to learn from. So it's all about giving to others, service to others, and everything else kind of comes back by default. So keep at it, keep going. Take action. Learn from these episodes and take action. And Charlotte, thank you so much again. Appreciate you, you for taking the time. Thank you for for having me. No problem. 